Amen. Thank you, Ron. You're the diehard people here tonight, that's for sure. So, all right. Well, um, I've got my prayer pieces. I'm in ready to roll. So, um, I'm going to just take a few minutes. We're going to open up 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And um, there's a lot going on today in, uh, in, the, in the world. And I'm trying to stay focused on things above. But uh, a news article caught me just this week uh, by Franklin Graham. And uh, about Franklin Graham, um, they, uh, there were people trying to cancel him. 16,000 Christians were supposedly um, trying to get him to be removed as head of his uh, not-for-profit Samaritan's Purse Ministries and Billy Graham organization um, because uh, he was supposedly implicated in uh, causing a riot in Washington, D.C. on uh, the day of whatever that was, January 6th. And I was listening, looking at that thing, and uh, um, you know, it doesn't really matter where you stand politically. It's important to make sure that you're fighting the right battles because it links Satan. You know, I thought, man, you know, that's just a tip. That's just a picture of how Satan wants to cancel us. Um, you know, Franklin Graham is Franklin Graham. He's evangelist. You know, and uh, and by the way, he wasn't uh, he wasn't even there, nor did he uh, imply. Uh, anything in regard to anybody going to the Capitol. So there was absolutely base, it was completely baseless, but it was, it was, a, it was a false accusation. Hey guys. Um, and so uh, it was just really silly. But at the same time, that's, that's a, you know, every Christian has to be kind of mentally ready, spiritually ready for, uh, you know, wanting to be canceled by the devil. So preaching the gospel and sharing the love of Christ, the good news is it can't be stopped. When Paul was in prison, he said this, the word of God cannot be bound. You know, there is just no stopping Christ from getting the job done, which is awesome uh, in the true sense of the word, Jeff. So now it's a very important moment in the life of, Chris, of, of Christianity and Christians um, because we are marginalized in technology. But what I just this morning gave the secret sauce, right? The secret sauce, if we love one another, then guess what? All people are going to know that we're his disciples. And so even tech, there's no way to really cancel Christ. You just can't do it. You can't cancel what God's trying to do in his church and of course even in the tribulation after we get caught up uh, there's going to be 144,000 Jewish male virgins and the devil can't cancel them either you know they're just they just cannot God is always going to win it just doesn't matter it may look like he's losing but he never is going to lose at the end of the day he's already won so I want to talk tonight about credible Christian warfare we're in uh, we're in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and uh, I won't tarry long uh, tonight, because I know we're interested to see, some of us are interested to see how that game's going to end. So, are they ahead right now, Ron? I don't either. All right, so don't tell me. I'll find out later. So, Amy, are they ahead? Oh, really? Well, then we might as well be here. All right, so <laughs> seven, seven, no, they're losing. With the Chiefs, you just need to see the fourth quarter anyway. <laughs> so it's like it's like an NBA game. All right, so the uh, seven attributes of a credible Christian warrior. We're going to look at those tonight. I, I don't know how far I'll get, but I'll get through a few of them. It says in verse 1, Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in, the present, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with uh, that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk 
in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having a ready, in a readiness to revenge all disobedience, when your obedience is fulfilled, uh, do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him uh, of himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for, for edification and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. For, this, for his letters, say they, are weighty and powerful. Uh, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Let such as one think this, that such as we are in word by letters when we are absent, such will we be also indeed when we're present. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. But we will not be, but we will boast well, we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us to a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by, by you according to our rule abundantly, uh, to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you, and not to boast in another man's line of things, uh, made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord, for not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. Uh, I want to pray again. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time to meet and visit. I pray a blessing on the reading and the hearing of your word. Pray, God, to give us some traction in prayer tonight. And, uh, Lord, protect us uh, and keep us for, uh, in a credible Christian walk and help us see these attributes that will help us as Christian warriors. We thank you and we ask this in Jesus' not, uh, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so to be a credible Christian warrior is really what I want to talk about tonight. And it's important that we guard our hearts from temptation and not corrupt ourselves with the things of this world. And so the first thing that we see is we need to be secure in the relationship and they need, we need to be, they need to be secure in their relationship with Christ. That's a credible Christian warrior needs to be secure in their relationship with Christ. And so in verses one and two, Paul says, now I, Paul, uh, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ who in, the, who in presence and base among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not uh, be bold when I am present uh, with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh okay so what's he saying here well point a is a secure christian can endure um, personal attacks Uh, paul you know what he's like you know uh, i'm not really going to get caught up in this drama i'm just gonna i just i just want you guys to know that my boldness is coming from god it's not coming from my flesh and uh, in acts chapter 14 just go back to acts 14 and look with me quickly uh, at acts chapter 14 and verse 19 Notice what Paul says here. He says, Acts fourteen nineteen says, And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. So Paul was so secure in Christ that he could handle being left for dead. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, in Second Timothy chapter uh, 3, 
and verse 10, um, uh, just a few pages back, when you look at the, the, the things that he endured, it's, it's, it's almost unbelievable. I mean, if it wasn't true, it'd be hard to believe. And truth is often stranger than fiction. Uh, in Second Timothy 3.10, the Bible says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine. Right? That's his teaching. But his life backed it up. He goes, Manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience. Then he says, Persecutions. And he gets into some of that. Afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. So Paul was not just durable, he could endure this hardness. And uh, Timothy was witness to him. This is where uh, this is the, where Timothy joined the team. So he was actually able to witness the sufferings of the Apostle Paul. And he says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Timothy, you, you just be ready for it. Uh, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you, right, you, you and me, Brian, and everybody here at Heartland, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Now, obviously, Paul is talking to Timothy about the things that he's learned from Paul, but Timothy has seen Paul suffer to the point of death, being left for dead, and then popping back up and going back and preaching. That's some sort of tenacity. That's some sort of that's some sort of victory. That's some sort of warfare uh, that is uh, most of us Christians are not walking in. That's for sure. That is incredible. And so Paul was, uh, he was, he was endowed with some, uh, moxie and some power, but he was also, he, you notice in what he says in verse 10, his doctrine, you know, he starts off with his doctrine, his teaching. Uh, you know what I've taught, you know what I believe, um, and you also know the way I live. You know, I, my, I live what I speak, um, you know, and that's what, and that includes being persecuted and enduring hardness as a good soldier of Christ. I'm putting that in there, but that's really what he's saying. His purpose, his faith, his long suffering. So Paul was a man, you know, long before, uh, who's that fellow out? Rick Warren, long before Rick Warren, you know, the purpose driven life was being lived out by the apostle Paul. And, uh, and that brought him to a place of not only faith, but long suffering and charity and patience and and uh, persecutions and afflictions, you know, and so it wasn't just persecutions and afflictions, you know, and uh, that's the one thing I think it's important nowadays as well to be, uh, you know, encouraged in is our purpose, our faith, our long suffering, our charity, and our patience. Uh, not just the person. It's easy to whine about persecution, but we ought to have charity and patience and long suffering and all that other stuff that precedes that. And so. Um, so it gets back to the doctrine and the manner of life. So what a great example that that uh, Paul was. And and so if we're going to be if we're going to be a credible Christian warrior, we got to be secure in our relationship with Christ, and uh, we have to be secure in our relationship with Christ. Paul was definitely secure in his relationship with Christ, and uh, he was not worried <clears throat> about anything. You could you could leave him up for dead, and he was good to go. Secondly, point B, we got to be secure. Uh, we uh, secure Christians manifest spiritual fruit. And so that goes right along with what we see in Second Timothy 3. And so um, so in our text here, we see, go back to Second, Second, uh, Second Corinthians. Where am I at? There we go. Second Corinthians chapter 10, Paul goes, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. 
and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled, uh, do we look on things ap- after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again, that he is Christ, even so are we Christ. And so he is completely secure um, in, in what's going on with uh, with uh, um, uh, his life. When he's completely secure in his relationship with Christ. He's not worried about the people coming against him. And then he goes on to say that he wants them <clears throat> to be fruitful. And he, later on in verse 14, For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as unto you, preaching the gospel of Christ, not, both, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, other men's labors, but having hope that when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you, uh, in, in, uh, by you according to our rule abundantly. Um, to preach the gospel in regions beyond you and not boast in other men's line of things made ready to our hand. So in John 15, which you guys know the, the probably know that passage, that's where Jesus says, I am the vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may be, bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For as the branch is withered and, the, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. And that's what Paul's trying to tell the Corinthians. I just want to see fruit in your life. I just want to see the message go beyond. And so that's the second thing, that a secure Christian is going to manifest spiritual fruit. And then a, a, a spiritual survival hinges on security in Christ. In Psalm chapter 34, in verse 19, uh, in the Old Testament, the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth um, <clears throat> delivereth him out of them all. You know, Paul was delivered out of his trouble. And spiritual survival hinges on security in Christ. Second um, Timothy chapter 2, where we were just at, but thou hast fully known my doctrine and manner of life. God took him out of that persecution in, in Antioch and Iconium and Lystra and delivered him out of that. And Romans 8.38 tells us a very very familiar passage from our discipleship. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, and so uh, so successful. Uh, we're, that, that's a that's a security that we have in Christ, but we also are successful in spiritual battles. And so I think I'm going to hold up right there um, because we're all ready to go. But anyway, so uh, I'm going to I'll just stop right there. So security is what we're talking about tonight. Paul was so secure. But in the midst of uh, persecution, in the midst of being left for dead, uh, he was like, hey, man, Timothy, just just do what I'm doing. Uh, follow my, my doctrine, my manner of life. People are accusing him. He's not shaking. He's not moved. He's like, all I want in your life is spiritual fruit. Just see my doctrine, see my manner of life. And uh, 
and and be prepared to live with the be joyful, be patient, be kind, right? But be prepared to deal with the affliction that comes. And you cannot, we can't deal with that kind of persecution unless we have security in Christ. You know, we have to have, we have to be able to rest in Christ and know that He's going to take care of us, even uh, if. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to work out for us. And of course, in, does anybody know what the, uh, the the history is on Timothy? How he ended up giving his life? No, Ron. Okay. So of course we don't know. I don't know. Hundred percent sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So. Um, so the history in Fox's Book of Martyrs says that he was, I believe, was in the Ephesus. Timothy ended up being a pastor in Ephesus, and uh, he was martyred. He was killed and uh, drugged down the street. Is uh, is what you know? That's what the Fox's Book of Martyrs says. So um, he ended up having to follow in Paul's footsteps, so to speak. No wonder he had stomach trouble. You know, the, the kid was, he wasn't a kid probably, he was a, he was a young man. But, uh, uh, you know, that would, be, that would be disconcerting, to put it mildly. Um, and so, so Paul, uh, Paul was giving him an example to follow. And, and, you know, that's really what, you know, when you watch some, I was just talking with uh, Kelly Talley today, and her sister passed away, and she was telling me about some of the, the beautiful things that were going on uh, leading up to the moments before her death and, and so on and so forth. And, and it just reinforces what she already knows to be true in the Word of God. But when you watch someone suffer well and they have hope, even it doesn't mean that everything goes well, but they have hope and peace, it really gives you hope and peace. And so, um, and so, and you know, Paul, even as they're accusing Paul of not being, you know, everything he needs to be, you know, Paul wasn't moved by that. Paul's, Paul did not find his security in what other people thought. He found his security in what God said and what he was doing about what God said. And boy, right now in the days in which we live, it's so important that that's where we find our security. Uh, you know, we got to find it in what the Word of God says about who we are and what we're doing. So I'm going to hand these out. And, uh, yes, I will do that. Thank you, Ron. He's got such good eyes, I tell you. Oops.